Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Hannah Bartlett Alonso. Hannah is the creator of Integrative Healing a multi-modality and dimensional approach to self-healing and self-mastery, and the CEO and founder of the School of Integrative Healing. The school is a long-term approach to true holistic transformation. These healing practices are a large part of Hannah's life work and the essence of all of her teachings. Hannah is a firm believer in having fun whilst doing the personal and business work. She believes that you can have it all, wealth, health, success, and greatness, as well as rest, joy, love, connection, and lightness, even during challenging times. I am super excited to have you on the show. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you very much. I'm excited for this episode too. Well, Hannah, let's talk about were you always gifted in the healing arts? Was this something that, you know, you were the little kid that was running around laying your hands on people? <laughs> or or is it something that happened as a result of some kind of divine intervention or spiritual awakening for you? I think both. This is an interesting place to start. My parents had a nickname for me. They called me Mafalda, which is a reference that if you're not Spanish, you will not get. So I will explain it to you. Mafalda is an Argentinian cartoon of a little girl. So you can see my hair is all glam tonight. But as a child, my hair grew up in upward curls, right? Very much like this cartoon, like <laughs> a little afro. And she was a child philosopher right? So she was two or three years old. And the, the the ongoing joke in my family is that my sister's conversation would be like, are we having pizza for dinner? Is it going to have ham on it? Right? And my conversation would be like, mom, you brought me to life knowing that I'll die. Did you really think about that? Like, so <laughs> I would say there was a depth to me, which made a lot of adults uncomfortable. And I remember a very pervasive feeling when I was a child of my experience as a child. And I remember this is seeing adults running around being busy and no one was talking about like the really important things like life and death and health and relationships. And, you know, why are we here? People were just, I really had this feeling that people were just doing. And I almost felt that adults were pretending like they knew what they were talking about, but everyone was not speaking to the elephant in the room, right? Which is the topics that I was interested in. So there was definitely big life incidents in my life that put me on this path. And I do think there was an inclination 
<laughs> from childhood and I was very mystical and I was very sensitive and all of those qualities but they were pushed down for a long time because you know my family are very open slightly alternative and I, d- I don't think they knew what to do with that right you know these kind of things weren't spoken about to quickly go into my story the awakening was diagnosed with an array of mental health conditions when I was 19 in the same three weeks where my mum was diagnosed with cancer Mm. and that began a seven-year journey of my mother's dying and a seven-year journey of of my healing so Mm. I would say yes to both scenarios (laughs) right Okay, so let's talk then about the spiritual intervention or the divine intervention that, you know, sparked you into a healing path. Let's let's go there. Do you feel like it was the mortality of your mother or was it more your own diagnoses and maybe a knowing or a decision that you weren't going to just tolerate that diagnosis? I think yes to what you've said i was i was doing an interview the other day and i have a feeling or a sensation you know and this goes back to childhood of from when i was very young knowing that i came here to do something like that and i think i was blessed i didn't used to think that this was a blessing with a very determined soul spirit so when i got all of these you know you have depression and you have this and i was studying an undergrad in psychology at the time and I was thought that that was a bit crap because I didn't think the psychology was telling me anything. I didn't think the doctors were telling me anything. And when I was diagnosed, all the family secrets came out, right? My mum told me that she was depressed too, that she'd had her first mental breakdown at 19. You know, both my grandparents died on antidepressants. And so I looked at this and I, I was young, I was 19, and I looked at all of these family members and I thought, well, they're all doing what they're meant to be doing, right? And it's clearly not worked because now I have this, right? And they're still taking those medications. So there was really this feeling of like, this can't be it, right? And and there was a decision. And I remember this. I remember calling my father and I said, dad, I'm going to learn how to heal and then I'm going to bring it to the world. And he said, you know, okay, darling. (laughs) As dads will will say, oh, of course, of course you are. (laughs) Okay, darling. much of it you know (laughs) like that sounds nice but but it wasn't a shutdown which I appreciate you know yeah and then obviously it's 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 really expanded from that but actually to go a little bit more personal is that this journey with mental health and this journey with mortality is something that's very entwined in my this life experience my mum had a very bad depressive episode when she was pregnant with me and she actually tried to commit suicide and she ended up on antidepressants whilst I was in the womb, right? Mm -hmm. So all of this stuff came out and I realized, oh, my life is really infused with this, but I get to be the one in my family that says it stops with me. Mm -hmm. And so that was a really big motivator and obviously why I went on to study trauma and, you know, I come from a family of refugees, right? So I really feel that I've had the blessing to unpick this, right? So the generations after me don't have to go through it. Yeah, beautiful. Well, you know, just for our listeners all over the world, this is some, you know, this was part of my journey as well. I came from an alcoholic father, raging alcoholic father, and probably undiagnosed, mentally unbalanced mom. 
And the alcohol piece, the addiction piece, for me, it became clear for me that I was here to like be the one that said, this is, it stops with me. And I went through in my own, you know, youth, I drank a lot (laughs) and ended up doing a lot of drugs and, you know, went down the addiction path. And then I had a spiritual awakening. And as a result of that spiritual awakening, I went on my own healing journey as well. And so, you know, what we're both here to tell you, listeners, is that you can be the one that unpicks. I love the way that you phrased that, Hannah, that you unpicked. (laughs) We're not choosing. We're not choosing to go down this direction. So let's talk about your personal healing. Like what happened over that seven-year period as you began unpicking and picking out of your own field, out of your own body, out of your own psyche, these family imprints, we'll call them, that were, you know, passed on to you? It was a slow process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I say to people, trust the journey, trust the process, and like, it took time, you know, it really, really took time. When I graduated, I graduated with three awards of excellence in this university psychology degree. And there was this invitation to go back into academia and do a scholarship. And I said, absolutely not. (laughs) I got a one-way flight to Australia. So I grew up in the UK and I started just learning. You know, I was just, I was hungry for information and I started with nutrition. Okay. And I started with the modalities of healing, which I would say are alternative, but not yet like full woo. You know, like, you know, it was just getting my toes in and, and and it helped. I started with nutrition. I started working with naturopaths. I started meditating. I started yoga and it helped to a level. I came off antidepressants and I realized that there was still a lot of patterns within me. For example, I really had very negative romantic patterns. My, my romantic relationships were not healthy. Okay. In any stretch of the imagination. And that's just one of them, right? So I, I remember this was about maybe three years in, into this kind of journey. I'm in New Zealand. I've studied a lot of nutrition. I'm feeling better. I'm like starting to realize, you know, my depression was quite bad. I really didn't have much of, you know, it was kind of like I either change this or I'm I'm not going to bother with life. Like that was really the point that I was at. So I wasn't at that anymore. I was like enjoying life and I was enjoying living. There was a lot to heal get an email from my parents saying, mom's terminal, she's going to die. And this is really what accelerated my growth and and why I am today. So when I got that email, I decided to go home and be a full-time caretaker. And this is where I realized nutrition, fantastic, love it, not dissonant. Meditation, love it, fantastic, not dissonant. Yoga, love it, fantastic, not dissonant. And when you (laughs) are in and out of hospices, dealing with your parent that is dying. You have chronic trauma in your body from the stress of the situation. Your romantic relationships, right? If they weren't good before (laughs) in this situation, they are not. I realized this is not it. Like there has to be, there has to be more to healing. And this is where I really started studying. Like studying, I was studying before, but I started studying in a way that it was a focus and a devotion Mm. that was very unique to this period of time. And this was from 23 to about 26. And I always say, you know, 23 to 26, a lot of people out partying. I was dealing with this. Mm. (laughs) 
And I went into trauma work. I went into shamanism. I went into mm. nervous system healing. I went into hormone healing. I went into, you know, all of these different aspects of healing. And I remember kind of the one moment where everything clicked. I've just taught on this in a training last weekend. But I did a shamanic training. It's called The Medicine Wheel by Chris Waters teaches it. She teaches Alberto Viola's teachings for any of you guys that, that follow that. And I sat down, probably felt this, you're on your healing journey and you suddenly end up in weird places and you're like, how did I end up here? But I know I have to be here. And Chris says, healing is not one dimensional. We are not just physical bodies, yeah. right? She goes, the physical body is 25%. Then we have the emotional mental reality. Then we have the spiritual reality and we have the energetic reality. And that blew my mind, right? At that time, I was like, wow, I've been doing 25% of the work. <laughs> and I thought I was doing 100. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was a really big pivotal moment. And that's where I really started studying all of these modalities. And that's actually how I created integrative healing. So when I say integrative healing is a multiple modality, multiple dimensional approach to healing, we combined all of the modalities in all four planes. And I call it, you know, it's it's, it's a map to total transformation. Beautiful. That's kind of where it went. Beautiful. Well, Hannah, we are excited that you did that. And we are going to take a break. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about integrative healing and let you know where you can find out more about it. But right now, Weekly Smart Women, we could use your help. If you're enjoying this show, please consider joining our community, making a donation at wickedlysmartwomen.com and sharing with your lovely lady friends that might benefit from our content. Help a gal out and let your sisters, mothers, daughters, friends, and colleagues know about the show so that we can serve them too. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands and thousands of downloads from all over the world. I want to shout out this week to our listeners. Well, we might as well shout out to our listeners in New Zealand, our listeners in Did you say Argentina? I think Argentina was part of your story there. London, we'll shout out to our listeners in London. And our newest country that just came on is Iraq. So welcome listeners in Iraq. And we will be right back with Hannah Bartlett Alonso. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by Women in Transition, Women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your Wealthy Life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Hannah Bartlett Alonso. Before we went to the break, we were talking about the founding of the School of Integrative Healing and how all of these elements come together in her school to help people to really, truly heal. You can find Hannah at her Instagram. We will have this for you in the show notes. It's Hannah Bartlett Alonso. Hannah's first name is spelled with a J. 
So for those of you who are looking at our link, it, we didn't make a mistake. It is spelled with a J, but it's pronounced as an H. And you will, when you go to her Instagram, please direct message her to let her know that you heard her story here on our podcast. And what should they do? Is there anything else they should do when they get to the Instagram, Hannah? So we have a couple of free courses. And so you can trial these modalities, this system of integrative healing. So if you send me a message on Instagram, all you need to write is podcast. (laughs) I will get you the link so you can sign up and get that content straight away. Great. And, you know, when you're putting the word podcast in, put WSW, like Wickedly Smart Women, so that she knows for sure that it came from us. You know, we want we want to let Hannah know that the time that she's been here with us is has produced for her <laughs> and produced connections for the people who are here to get the healing that they need. So, Hannah, like many of the Wickedly Smart Women who come on to our show, who have some kind of story that ultimately is healing in one way or another. They're all, I mean, all of the stories on this show are healing in one way or another. You went that extra mile to get educated and to put into practice in your own life, you know, more than just the 25%, you know, so that you you went through that process yourself. You got the education, you started applying these things, you got better yourself. But then for some reason, you made the decision that you were going to help other people too. So can you talk a little bit about how that evolved and how making the decision to start your own school and create your own modality came into being? I think I've always known. (laughs) It was just a case of things falling into the place that they needed to. I started the school, I remember... It was three years ago. It just it was August third, two thousand and twenty. I'd been doing other coaching and bits and bobs, but that's when I really sat down and created the school. And I'd just taken a three month break. You know, I had taken a three month break. I was, you know, just really feeling into what I wanted to do next. And the integrative healing system came to me. It was like channeled in an hour. The whole program. And so for me, it was it was almost a, okay, God, let's go. You know, like a lot of people I hear talking about, I got into business because of this very logical and practical reason. Like I don't have that. <laughs> I always, you know, tell my clients that I, I practice following the energetic thread. It's something that I feel just connects experiences in life. And that was the next thing to do. And that's the best way that I can respond to the question. That was the decision. That's how it happened. I love it. Well, one of the things you mentioned before the break was you discovered shamanic work. And that's that was part of my own healing journey was discovering the shamanic work. And so for me, I'm the same way. And I'm sure many of our listeners are the same way. Many of our guests are the same way. We follow the thread. We follow the thread. So I'd love to have you talk now about what happens for somebody when they decide to enroll in the School of Integrative Healing. Do they become certified? Are they able to go out and do the healing themselves? Or is it, you know, a course of study where they're coming in to get their own personal healing or some kind of combination of both? Tell us a little bit more about what happens when someone enrolls. I mean, there are so many options. So you can come and you can self-heal. You can come and you can get certified. You can come and be on more of a business. So we teach a lot of people how to scale and build their businesses. We scale the business to seven figures in 
pretty short period of time. Bear in mind, I didn't you ring the bell on that. <laughs> That's great. Um, and we've done it in a slightly, well, probably very similar to you, different way, more internal way, right? So we've got different products and services depending on what you're looking for. I always say the School of Integrative Healing is a one-stop shop <laughs> for all of your entrepreneurial needs, whether you're getting certified or whether you want to go through your own process. You know, even if I think about the courses that you get access to in, in 12 months, we October is the month of healing. We're calling it 28 Days of Healing. It's like nervous system, you know, let's call it recalibration, unconscious mind reprogramming. But then, you know, in November, it's systems and strategies to scale. October is energetics. We do relationships. We do leadership. It's like, what don't we do? I'm an educator. I'm a teacher at my core. That's, I come from a family of teachers. And so that's why it's, we call it the school. I think if you're interested, that the best thing to do is to drop me a message and and let me know what you're looking for. So all my team, so they can say, this is the program for you. Because if I listed it all, you'd all be bored. You wouldn't want to listen anymore. I'm not going to list all the programs and services that we do. That's fine. And the confused mind makes no choices, Hannah. <laughs> So what I'd love to have you talk about now is maybe one of your favorite success stories besides your own, because obviously your own success story is powerful, that you have gotten off antidepressants, you've healed yourself, you've then created this beautiful school and made a six, turned it into a seven-figure business, and now you're helping other people to do the same. You know, that that alone is a heroic story, but I'd love to hear if there's a special like if somebody comes to mind that's a special person that you help too, great. There's two. Share. Let's do one on the healing and let's do one on the business. Okay. So mm -hmm. we had a client maybe two years ago, year and a half ago. She joined us because she had had panic attacks, chronic panic attacks since she was 13. I think she was late 20s when she joined us. Within four months, she's become panic attack free. She's been panic attack free for the last two years. Okay. So I, being in the mental health system, realized the failings. <laughs> and our aim and goal is to really kind of like come in there. So, I mean, this particular client has gone on to have her own business. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really incredible. But what I want to really share is someone that has had chronic panic attacks to no panic attacks. That's unbelievable. Then I want to share a story of Melanie. Melanie is one of our most recent clients. She has been in the art business for the last 30 years. She sells art and kind of more focused for the last 10 years. She's done a million in art sales, right? So she's, she's successful on paper, but I love the fact that she joined us and she's someone that's worked with a lot of business coaches right she's worked with a lot of business coaches that teach the same things and even though she looked successful on paper she was still up stressed about expenses uh there was an underlying stress always money came in but it went out faster uh house is still not renovated a lot of stress around money and I love these these type of clients because like Melanie knows what to do right she's been doing it for 30 years but what she needed is tweaks. So she's just done, I think she just did 38,000 with us in the first 30 days. But my favorite thing is that she went on holiday, 
her relationship with her husband. They've been together. They just had an anniversary for 24 years. Isn't that amazing? amazing. Um, that is amazing, right? They've got grandkids. Like, they're just so lovely. Better than ever. And there's this feeling of, like, oh, my God, I can actually have it. I can actually do this. That's never been there before. She's starting a charity. So I really, I really love this type of client. You know, she's done a million, right? But she's like, I'm just getting, that's, that's not even like, that's like that's just the beginning and so we're really taking her to that next level but it's also in a, in a way that's sustainable right right have this right yeah and so for our listeners weekly smart women who are out there you know this is something that i experienced that my clients i've also seen i'm sure you know as you're hearing from hannah as well what ends up happening if we're if we're making success happen and it's killing us internally or it's exhausting us or it's traumatizing us to do the thing to to get the score on the scoreboard it that's not really success and so what i'm hearing here hana is that not only did she get the score on the scoreboard but she also did it in a way that was integrative <laughs> and did not deplete her integrity in other areas of her life, which, you know, causes so many incredible, visionary, wickedly smart women to walk away from their businesses or burn out health-wise from their businesses. So I love that story, Hannah. So I've got one minute. We've got one minute left. In the last minute, is there anything else that you would love our audience around the world to hear from you? doesn't matter where you've been doesn't matter what you've lived until now right what matters is what you decide right now where your life is going and what you do in the past that's it beautiful well ladies make your decisions and be sure to check out hannah at hannah bartlett alonzo on instagram send her a little dm that says podcast wsw and we appreciate you tuning in. We do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's episode. Go right now to wickedlysmartwomen.com to join our community, share your takeaways, ask questions, or submit guest suggestions. Thanks so much for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.